Is this good? Is this good opening music? Yeah. You like it? This is this is uh, Ted the Creator and Frank Ocean. <laughs> I don't know. We tried it one time, you know. By, by accident, though. By accident, and was, now that was like on purpose. So yeah. I don't know if it's it's as cool enough. Maybe. Put my phone on the ground, so yep. it's not gonna make the weird noise. Yep. Well, what's going on, Jefferson Forest? Um, you know me, Sammy G. And you know me, Burke Bankston. BB. Yes, sir. That's your brother, though. Yeah, I think to Mr. Wilson, I'm Mr. Bankston, and my brother is BB. BB. But you guys can both be BB. Yeah, yeah. It works. That is a little confusing. Yeah. Kind of get that mixed up. So, Burke, how's your first couple weeks of school been? First couple weeks of school. I mean, after the Dr. Bergen podcast. I guess, yeah. (laughs) Pretty much since then, I've been doing pretty well. Got a good grade on my physics test last week. Score? Um, Yeah, I know. We did our, we had like a bridge project. Uh, That didn't do go to well I, I think i saw a picture on yeah, the, yeah, yeah on the cvgc was, uh yeah. instagram yeah that was like that was before disaster he before disaster he made sure to take pictures beforehand because he said that he took pictures after sometimes yeah. the kids were in tears so he learned he learned his mistake from were that you, were you actually in tears no no okay no, no. good it was just kind of disappointing good. you know to put like hours of time into something that that spoiler alert didn't end up working you know right yeah it's just kind of disappointing uh i don't know just yeah. classes here are good just taking personal finance as a personal senior. finance what do you have zaring uh, i have glickstein i don't even know who that is she's a new teacher this year she's okay. a first year jf i'm yeah how's your s- the budget <laughs> how's your school year from dr bergen from the dr bergen podcast it's been pretty good i mean it's been chill yeah. I, i'm i'm only a five class student here so i mean i take public speaking so it's nice. And then I take like my hardest class is like AP Calc, AB. I mean, I don't think lit's a hard class. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, spoiler alert. Looking into the future, we might have Mr. Murano on here. And we wanted to touch on the fact that we wanted to bring back the nomination forms. Yes. We thought that would be cool uh, to like nominate students on here. We thought of bringing, well, can I foreshadow that? Sure. Your star football player? Mr. Marsteller, the Alex the Marcella. Alex Marcella. dog of the week, week eleven dog of the last week, year. yeah. First, I mean, we've already had Brody on, yeah. First we, team all district punter as well, yeah. He's just so we've had we've had Brody, we've had had Addison who yep. is graduated, yep. But he was the star track athlete, yep. Hopefully, have Alex on here in the coming weeks, so that'll be cool. And mm-hmm. then we'll get some more nominations. In. Were those the only two level playing field that we did last year? We did Jordan Hoisington. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, we did do Jordan. Yeah. No, that was cool. Um, but, you know, speaking of podcasts, can we bring this up? A little um, controversy yeah. in here. Yeah, right? I, I say we do. I guys, we do. guys, there is competition on the floor. There is. There is some competition with – we don't want to get you confused, okay? So there's a Cavalier cast, and there's the Cavalier podcast. Make sure that when you're going to listen to ours, you just forget the pod. Yeah, but, just forget the pod. I mean, I was – I was giving Mr. Newton the benefit of the doubt. Yep. He didn't know that ours existed, which he didn't. <laughs> Isn't that so sad? He didn't even know ours I existed. Mean, that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. What else do we expect? Yeah. But, you know, he's had a couple guests on there now. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he just recorded with someone today. But yep. from administration, he's had the Mr. Miller on. And today we bring you the Mr. Miller. So it's not like sloppy seconds, Whoa. but Whoa. we get, we get, we get, we get. The awesomeness. We get the exclusive content that Mr. Newton didn't. Yeah, exactly. Save the best for last. Right here. I didn't give him all my material. That's what I'm exactly. saying. Exactly. 
Um, so, Mr. Miller, it's been a couple weeks since school started. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I think we're off to a good start. It's great to have things open up again and uh, to uh, yeah, have huge crowds at football games. We've yep. had several thousands oh, yeah. thousands of people at every football Crazy. game. And uh, so I'm excited. And kids, uh, students seem excited. And that makes my heart yeah. warm. And uh, speaking of football games in that area, Burke and I have mentioned before, but we're on the high platoon and yep. the – Sponsor for High Platoon is Mr. Miller, so yes, we yes, have him indeed. right here today. I have a blast working with High Platoon. Uh, the last two years, both uh, – I will, I will say this yeah. year, though, I mean, yeah. we, have, we have solid people in yep. place. We do. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's great to partner with you guys and uh, have a good time before the game. We have a tailgate every home game yep. at 4.30. Yep. Come out, free hot dogs. Come yep. out and throw some cornhole and uh, – Get painted up. Get painted up. <laughs> and Play some spike ball. Yep. Play some spike ball, listen to some tunes. Yep. It's a great it's time awesome. just to hang out before the game. And then, you know, even once we get to the game, just to uh, see what you guys have done as far yep. as bringing uh, new chants and new cheers. And yep. uh, I, I'm definitely getting in on the roller coaster. And yeah, we, we, we tried, we tried yeah. that, but it did not work out. I saw it at VMI a couple weeks ago, and uh, I, I think we could make it work. We could. Well, I just, I guess, so what do I need to do? Like, get out in front? And were, they, like, were they sitting or standing? So the person up front was standing on a box. Okay. So I need a box. So it elevated him a little bit. So maybe you, you if you could – You need to stand on the fence post. Or if you could just stand on the first section, I mean the first seat. Yeah. Uh, to get yourself yeah. elevated yeah. to where they can see you. And yeah. so – and I think the more the more it's done, the, the more people – And it's – is it while they're sitting or is it while they're standing up? Oh, no, up? they're standing up. Okay. They're standing and up. And you go and like right, left, left back, back forward. Okay. Cause, oh, yeah, cause you did that before. Was it the preseason game? You were standing down by like the fence, and like you were like going back. Oh and yes, forth, and, and so down. one of the things that I started last year is getting in front of the high platoon, and you know, get you guys cheering, and I'll start with my arm up, yep. and then I'll bring yep. it, get you down low, yep. get you back up high. So I don't even see. So. I don't even get to see that, do I? What? Because I'm out with flags. Normally, is that in the beginning? I think it was at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. You were out the doing flags. Yeah. yeah. So what? What is you just you like? I just, just like I, I throw my hand up, and yeah. that means like, get like loud, and yeah. then I bring it down low, and that means get quiet and okay. back up high. Yep, that's sick. And that's so, awesome. Yep, just get them hyped up. Hey, that's what hype platoon yeah, is here exactly. For. It's all in the name. We have a game tonight. Yeah, we do. We do. I will be heading there immediately following this. Yeah, huh? we're gonna head there soon. I think after. I'm leaving JF at like 5:45. Head out there. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's gonna be close. I guess I don't even know if this is gonna come out today. So. So I, don't, I don't know if you saw, but on Instagram, I posted the player of the week. We're starting yep. to do that with, uh, with football, and hopefully I, we'll expand in Mallory, the future. Did you see what I did? Uh, I reposted it with the, the Cavalier cast because no, like, we had Brody on. Yeah, because so. I, I was talking to Mallory today in uh, fourth period, and she was like, I have some beef with you. I was like, for what? She's like, I should head the Cavalier cast. I was like, what? Because And then she showed me her, Let's bring her interview on. with Brody. <laughs> yeah. Let's do talk, it. Talk about level playing field. Mallory Marshall, right there. Yeah, there you go. Later. Bring her on. Yeah. Bring her on. That'd be awesome. She's my actually my intern right now, so she is with me six period, a couple days, uh, four days a week, and so her she'll be developing some Instagram things for me. So she'll have some stuff to talk about. It's good. Um, Burke Bankson. Ah, we have a question in that area. Right. So I have a question for you, right? So I've so a couple of people have asked me, including my brother. They're like, "What does Mr. Miller do?" And I tell them he's the lead teacher. 
And they're like, what is the lead teacher? And now you tell us and our listeners what the lead teacher is. So I do a little bit of everything. Okay. Um, because I know everything. Yeah. <laughs> He's a very, very smart man. Um, so the primary uh, role that I have is in teacher development. Uh, and so I go in, I observe teachers. I'm in charge of all of our new teacher training. Mm-hmm. I put on uh, or facilitate uh, training for the teachers. I go in, I work hands-on with them. I co-teach. Monday I'll be co-teaching with Miss Witt oh. as she does some function stuff. And uh, so you never know where I'm going to show up. I, I co-taught a Zumba class. in um, Zumba class? With Miss Weitzel? With Miss Weitzel last year. Oh, my gosh, and, that's awesome. Uh, um, so, uh, but I help teachers work with them on different projects. So mm-hmm. that's a big piece of it. And then besides that, I would say I'm kind of, uh, I have my hands in a lot of different operations okay. I'm with the high platoon. Yep. Um, I do after school detention. I do, uh, the intervention team, which is helping students who are maybe struggling in their classes to mm-hmm. get better with work, uh, managing their workload and getting work accomplished. Um, I do the parking lot in the mornings and the afternoons, uh, I'm a little all over the place. Yeah. I manage big projects. I had I had a role in the 50th anniversary. Yep. I had a mm-hmm. you know role in the rollout of clubs. So yep. I, have a, I have my hands in a lot of different things. So um, it's like it's technically a part of admin, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. I serve on the admin team. I would attend all the admin yep. meetings, and I have my principal's license as well. So yep. I'm just kind of in that holding pattern for mm-hmm. when a when a principal position opens up. Yep. And then another question, and kind of that area, but. I've heard you say to a couple students why you have the Mohawk, but I mean, I know it's a question everyone's wondering. I've actually, so. I don't know. So the Mohawk, I've had the Mohawk for like 16 or 17 years, to be yep. honest with you. And at the time I was doing counseling with teenagers and I would go into the neighborhoods, into their homes and talk to them. Yep. And back then I had a comb over um, uh. and I 100% looked like a cop. I would walk into neighborhoods. <laughs> I would walk into neighborhoods, and people would go back in their houses and shut the door. That's funny. And so, uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, I have a degree in criminal justice and criminal psychology. Really? I did my we'll touch on that. Yeah. Did my internship uh, with Botetourt County Sheriff's Department, so I've got wow. some experience in that law enforcement. Cool. And uh, but uh, yeah, so I went home one day, and I was like, you know what? I've, I have to change something because yep. I really want to impact not only the kids I'm working with, but their neighborhoods. And yeah. so, I found a pair of clippers. And the next thing you know, I came out of the bathroom with a mohawk, and my wife said, "Interesting choice." <laughs> no. <laughs> and so the coloring of it—that's uh, a—that's a relatively new kind of morphology yeah. there. When I was teaching at Stanton River, I was uh, looking for a way to motivate them for the SOL, and mm-hmm. and so I just kind of threw it out. I was like, "Hey, you know what? If y'all do—if you get this number of, of passes on the SOL, I will color my hair whatever color you want." Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's where the evolution of that happened. That's awesome. And I've been purple. I've been the very first year I was cotton candy pink because they thought it would embarrass me. But I'll be completely honest with you. I've got like old ladies at church mm-hmm. who like all year long are like, "What color is it going to be? What are they going to pick?" Oh, that's I can't funny. wait to see it. <laughs> that's like, funny. Like I, it's like almost like small town mm-hmm. celebrity yeah. when yep. it finally hits and all the old ladies come in. They're like, "Ah, yeah." So that's yeah. awesome. I remember you proctored my ninth grade PSAT, and I was like, who's this guy with the mohawk? Yeah. Cause, I mean, and, and that I was mean, the first thing that I noticed. And from other schools, too, people right. are like, 
like they don't see like I mean they see the tall guy, yep. Mr. Wilson, but they're like the guy with the mohawk. Like oh, yeah. it's yeah. a it stays in their head. It does. There there are students who don't even know my name and they're like, Hey, what's up, Mohawk? <laughs> like, what's up, man? Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's cool, it's a staple. It is. It, it Jefferson is. Forest. It, it, yep. it uh you know, and it's really cool even out in the community mm-hmm. and, and especially like when I go overseas, mm-hmm. like it's just it, it it sets people like they're like what's up with this guy? And, yeah. and it, it opens so many doors to yep. have conversations with people. Yeah. And um, uh, I did get at one point mistaken for Seamus um, when I was wow. in, when I was in the Middle East, the wrestler, the pro wrestler that had a mohawk back then. Um, That's funny. And uh, so th- like these guys were like, yo, can we take a picture with you? you yeah. know, like, here we go. They're like taking pictures with me on the streets of uh, Qatar. And I was like, sure. Yeah, like, I don't think like, we Seamus, have. Seamus. Yeah. I was like, you're probably not going to get to it. No, I am going to wait for it to load though, because I'm interested in who that is. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he has a mohawk anymore. No, I mean, there's, there's probably photos of him. That's right? cool though. Yeah. I mean, he got mistaken for a celebrity. Yeah. I mean, for a pro wrestler. Pro too, wrestler. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I know I'm big and all that. But, uh. <laughs> so, um, if we just want to take it back a little, I mean, yep. we usually start off of, you know, early life. So. You know, just st- like I was we want you to start talking, and we'll we'll add in like high I school. Was born, yes. born. I, I was, was born. born. Yes, there was a dark time, and then I was. Where born, were you born? Um, in a hospital. In a, um, oh my gosh! <laughs> where was that hospital located? <laughs> I was born in Roanoke, Virginia. Huh? Local. And Same. So yes, I started local and uh, kind of traveled the 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 world from there. I went and did my undergraduate at Radford University. Okay. And uh, graduated from there, went on to North Carolina, lived there for several years, moved to Florida. I was in Florida for a couple of years, moved to Maryland, lived there several years, came back here 16 years ago. Okay. And so uh, I've moved around the East Coast quite a bit, but uh, um, small fact, I've worked at least one day in 29 different states. Wow. So Have you, have you, so... That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Most of what I'm missing is the Midwest. Okay. Really? Uh, so like east, you're more on the East Coast. Yep. I mean, at one point, I came out of college and realized I didn't want to do law enforcement, yep. even though I'd spent four years, you know, preparing for that. So I started doing counseling with teenagers at a um, at an outward bound like camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would take inner city teenagers that yeah. were like one step away from jail, and we would go out and we would. We didn't have anything. We would live out in the wilderness, and we would build tent decks, and we wow. would collect our firewood. We'd cook everything over open fire. Mm-hmm. It's like a change and, of, and so yeah, a complete change of pace for them. And uh, so, did that for several years. I taught uh, at the same facility because we would have like half day school. We'd come out of the mm-hmm. woods, we'd go to a building, they'd have school for about four hours, mm-hmm. and then uh, we'd go back down and cook lunch and do a work wow. project. And that's awesome. Um, it was. It was actually a really cool job coming out of high school because I was doing what I loved. I got to be outdoors all the time. and Helping um, the kids out, too. Yep. And helping the kids out. And so then I taught there for a couple of years, and I kind of made a radical shift at that point. Um, I didn't really agree with how the company I was working for was treating kids mm-hmm. uh, at the time. And so stepped away, went into banking, and I started mm-hmm. on the front desk and worked my way up to be the – uh, in charge of training for North America for uh, a subsidiary of Citigroup. And wow. so, that's awesome. Um, that's when I hit those 29 states because I would yeah. just, they would send me out <clears throat> into a branch and I would yep. go in and analyze, 
here's what's going wrong. And then I would put together some training the next day with the staff. I'd make sure the third day they were ready to go. And then I was moving on somewhere else in the country. And you were good with that traveling? Like it didn't it, bother you? At the time, it was great. The, when I got out of it, um, it was becoming much because I just had my first son. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so. Uh, family. Yes. Yeah. Family. And, uh, and you know, I stopped doing that. I uh, was a pastor for about seven years. I was a youth pastor, and then I was an executive pastor. And uh, then uh, when I was called out of that, I did counseling with teenagers again and went um, and then went into the school system. Mm-hmm. That's um, awesome. Kind of the constant trend in my life is I have a huge passion for helping teenagers live life I and can, figure yeah, life yeah, out. Yeah, I can see you that. Know? And uh, so uh, anytime I get away from that, I yeah. always kind of get steered back to that. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's what you're doing right here right. with us. Um, my mom said she saw you at Calvary. Oh, yeah. She said, uh, she was like, I saw the guy with the mohawk. I was like, yeah, there she, it is. That's Mr. Miller. She actually came up to me. She goes, I'm Sam's mom. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, yeah, Sam. Yeah. And she said it was awesome to <laughs> see you there. Yep. I uh, A lot of times I, I do attend at Calvary Chapel. I am on the door. Uh, That's awesome. And help greet people and seat people and help run the men's ministry. We have a big conference this mm-hmm. weekend. So mm-hmm. I am... Um, if they're out there listening, I am going to the game tonight. Uh, that's why I'm not at the conference tonight. <laughs> I will be at that's the a, conference all day tomorrow. It's a, it's a pretty niche group to be targeting this towards, but you can get them to listen. You hey, can, maybe, you can right. say, yeah. I know. Hey, Come yeah. out to Calvary. Yeah. Make sure you listen to the one that doesn't have pod in the name. That's yeah. what I'll tell them. Yeah. It's just yeah. the Cavalier cast. The Cavalier cast. Yes. yes. And so, awesome. And, and I will say this because I am going to be on the – one that has pot in it, right? Is uh, I I think you know competition helps you step up your game. I agree. Yeah. You know, I totally agree. Makes yeah. you step up your game, but it also gives voice to some other seniors yeah. mm-hmm. who are doing their own project. Yeah. And yeah. so, but I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean it's, it's cool thing. to have a we have a student run podcast and a teacher run podcast, yep. so it's best of both worlds. I agree. I mean, um, but Mr. Munson um, is my public speaking teacher. Going back on that and. Um, we were doing the the poems reciting and luckily a little someone came in one day to help us read our poems I actually did did i tell you i i won did you really yeah. that is awesome yeah um but i we were doing the poem readings and mr miller was there and we learned that mr miller actually read a lot of poems and had a what was that a little passion of yours or oh yeah i for quite a number of years I really delved into performance poetry and writing poetry I've been published in multiple countries um, I performed uh, in Richmond I performed up in New York at one point um, I actually won the 2011 Shorty Award from Twitter for arts and um, we are with a, a celeb we're talking with a celebrity right now I should have I mean you can't see it on a podcast though I should have brought my trophy and, I know oh, you know that would be awesome yeah we could have put it in the picture. That's yes, right. Could, <laughs> could have been in the picture. And uh, so uh, I ran a poetry group, an international poetry group of several hundred poets. I had a staff of about 15 that uh, we would do critique work. I was at one point an editor for the Black Cat Poetry Magazine out of Detroit. Wow. Um, just, He's done everything. It just kind of, it, it it's something that I just really enjoyed doing and in, I'm a storyteller. I love telling yeah. stories, and poems just became a way for me to tell stories. And uh, people liked it. I had people, you know, I had like, I don't know, thousands of people every day read my stuff because I was posting it on 
uh, online, yeah. and then people would just ask me if they could publish stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I had people say, "Hey, can you do this?" Um, we need prob- to bring some of his work into Marana's yeah, class. I, probably mm-hmm. one of the weirdest things. I actually got featured in a French fashion magazine one time for wow. my poetry. Um, in a French fashion French fashion magazine. That's that was, niche. That was that was interesting. They you know got an email. They're like, "Hey, we'd love to do a story on you." Yeah. And I was like, "I'm, I'm not French." <laughs> And my fashion isn't that great. So did you have the mohawk then? I did have the mohawk then, so that might have gotten that me into yep. the French fashion. I don't, maybe the French all wear mohawks. I maybe, maybe so. Maybe. And so, I mean, Burke, you've done. Yeah, you've had a mohawk. No. Yeah, no. he's had a mohawk. No, you've done um, French fashion. No. Oh. I, I'm on the forensics team, so I did uh, oral interpretations of poetry and prose. Last year, I did poetry, but then my sophomore year, we competed in the. VCFL, the Virginia Catholic Forensics League. So I had to do both. I had my poetry piece was like a mashup of Billy Collins poems mm-hmm. put together. So it was, oh man, it was four poems. So I used, um, I'm just going to name drop poems here, like uh, Aristotle, Intro to Poetry, Advice to Writers, and Mad Men kind of put together. Uh, and then for my prose piece, I used Survival in Auschwitz by Primo Levi. Mm-hmm which both of those took me to uh, nationals for awesome. uh, forensics. And then, yeah. And then awesome. what was ironic was the Mr. Murano poem yeah. for the intro to poetry was the one that was actually part of my. Yeah. Uh, and we, we like analyzed piece. it. Yeah. It was cool. How did it feel to be analyzed? <laughs> felt good. No. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, I mean. Mr. Munson told us you were gonna come in and uh, perform for us. I'll have to, I'll have to take off a day of golf school. I didn't yeah. know that that uh, you had first period. Yeah, I do. Nice. So he's asked me to come perform as well. So maybe we could drop together. You? Oh my God. You have a competition. Oh. You guys yes. should have a competition. Have a competition. We will have to find a trophy too. Yeah. yeah. We will. It is. And the, we can, we can be the voters. Yeah. The the Bankston yeah. versus Miller showdown. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, we can promote that on like Instagram, yes. Twitter, like. Like okay you guys that. could win the, the the shorty award for <laughs> for 2022. I'd be okay with that. Hey, you know, I, I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. We could do a awesome. weigh in beforehand. Oh yeah. Know? Oh so it's square a, up. Yeah. Like, wrestling. It's just. UFC, just like just stay. So when there. you're the the funniest thing is so like when you are actually on stage and doing like slam poetry or performance poetry, it is competitive. So yeah. uh, one of the things I I told the classes was I mean when you're up there performing, you don't want to be completely obvious because if they could figure out what you're going to rhyme the next word with, they're going to yell it yeah. out. I remember you telling me, and it'll all of a sudden just totally mess your rhythm up because you know they're yelling the word that you're getting ready to say, and you're like, I don't even know if I need to say it now yeah. or what do I do? Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, just be careful. I know some tricks. And, okay. Uh, so I may I may slip you up when you're middle of your poem. I don't know any tricks. So. <laughs> That'll be funny. Yeah. We'll just be, it'll be Burke talking, and then Miller will be like, what? <laughs> like, saying something. Um, so I have a question. So obviously traveling the East Coast with the bank and then having your first kid, what led you back or to Bedford County? So I was a youth pastor at a church up in Maryland, and – um, we, we went through a very challenging time. Um, overnight, I was, we had a pastor, assistant pastor, a, a music minister, me, and a secretary. So overnight, it became me and the music minister. Wow. Um, and so 
I was now head pastor of a church and, <laughs> because I was the only guy who could speak. I right. spoke that next Sunday, and we kind of brought in a, a pastor to do some restoration. And and so I ended up coming back to Lynchburg. Um, I was one of the, I was the first youth pastor at Brentwood Church, um, hmm. and back in the day. Wow. And so uh, I left that church because um, I was. Even though I had no part in what had happened, I was still part of the old regime, and I wanted to give them a clean break with the new set of yep. pastors. And so that brought me to Lynchburg, and and then, you know, that kind of one thing led to another and went from being a pastor to doing counseling again to, to being back in the schools. And when I was doing counseling uh, with teenagers out in the communities and stuff like that, I would actually go into Forest Middle and work with a couple of their students who were really struggling. And so they kind of recruited me. Uh, and then I interviewed at Forest Middle, and I came out of the interview, and Dawn Verhoof was the assistant principal down at Stanton River, and she called me, like, that afternoon. She's like, why don't you come down here and talk to us? And so things just kind of fell into place, and I ended yeah. up. So when Stanton River and then J.A. Yeah. Yep, I was, I was at Stanton River uh, for quite a long time. I was a special education teacher. Then I taught math, and I was also very involved with – I was – uh, head coach for boys soccer. I was an assistant coach for girls soccer. Um, mm-hmm. Led uh, several uh, clubs and stuff down there, mm-hmm. and so very involved in that community. And uh, honestly, I, just, I was driving an hour each way each day, yep. and I did that for like ten years. And, wow! And it was like I, my sons were here at JF. Um, it was their last couple years, and I wanted to come back to be able to enjoy those last couple years with my sons before mm-hmm. they went off and found awesome. jobs, and yeah. I didn't get to see them as much. And so, um, you know, there was nothing wrong with Stanton River. I loved it. Right. Um, loved what I was doing, but family. Family's family, number one. Family yeah. has to be an important part of your right. life. And so came back here, love it here, uh, mm-hmm. work with a great team of administrators, great team of teachers, get to hang out with you guys. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and so – but yeah. Yeah. And, um, just something else I wanted to touch on when I was, I was working over at, um, Papa O's doghouse. <laughs> I've had a couple of Papa O's. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I saw Mr. Miller there. He was getting some Napoleon food and I asked him about the Napoleon food and he told me that over the summers he goes to Nepal. I do. I do. I, uh, go to Nepal. I, uh, spent, Several summers there in uh, Dharan, which is down in the eastern end, Kathmandu, which is up in the middle part, yep. and uh, up in the mountains there. And I've even d- been down into northern India wow. uh, as well. I, I go over and I teach at a little bamboo hut in the middle of the jungle and um, and uh, also do some uh, missionary work training up pastors in Nepal and in India. And um, so, but yeah, I've had some insane adventures yeah i mean so the church i i mean i would say i still go there blue ridge have you heard Mm -hmm. of blue ridge they um they send missionaries up there i think i don't know when it is at some time during the year and uh, my sister went up there and she stayed with them and she got to feel the whole experience and obviously i mean she 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 got sick because like it's very some weird some weird stuff yeah it's very easy to get sick it's a third world country um, the water is, uh, you can't drink it. Yep. And so every morning I would get up at 4 a.m. and I would boil the water, run it through a filter, and then I had this big, like, almost like 
Star Wars lightsaber, I'd stick down in it and mm-hmm. turn away because when I cut it on, it gets so bright, it burns up any extra bacteria that's like the, like, like, like UV light almost. It is. It's a huge UV light, super powerful, um, and it, it fries anything else that's yep. living in the water. And so it was like an hour-long process just to get together enough water for the water. day. Yeah. So, um, but I, I've, a lot of my students, you know, were intrigued by the fact I went to Nepal. So yeah. yep. a lot of times when I would do story time, you know, and when I was teaching math, if we got all of our math done, you know, Friday afternoons, I would do story time and I'd mm-hmm. let them ask me questions. A lot of times those questions resonated around my trips to Nepal. And yeah. so, uh, um, if you've got just a couple minutes, I will hit you up. This is your scoop. This okay, is the story. This is the, this is the scoop that yeah. the pod didn't get. Okay. okay. Go, go ahead. So my first time I went to Nepal, I was there 45 days. Okay. Um, uh, the guy that I went over to kind of take his place, his wife was having a baby. They really don't have good medical care over there. They still have witch doctors, actually. Um, <laughs> wow. I've actually <laughs> met a witch doctor. Um, That's crazy. So, uh, but um, anyway, so I was over there. I had nobody over there that I knew when I went. I just kind of mm-hmm. dropped into country for 45 days and figured it out. And um, But I'm coming home, and to come home from Dauran, uh, the little village outside of Duran that I was in, the first thing you do is you get in a rickshaw. Okay. A little rickshaw takes you back to the airport and you get a little puddle jumper. Um, and, and you fly over Everest, which is kind of oh, neat. Um, that's, yeah, and, that's uh, gotta be neat. You land at the, um, you land at the local airport and then you get off you at the time, it's actually improved since then, but at the time, you would go down this trail, you would jump a fence, go up the rest of the trail, and you would come to the international airport. Why? And so um, I arrived at the airport at like, I don't know, uh, 11 o'clock in the morning, and I was said, you know, getting in line. And over there, like, personal space is different. Like, yeah. everybody's right on top of each mm-hmm. other when they're in line. And so I get up there, and the lady goes, I'm sorry you can't go home today. I was like, well, my ticket says I can go home today. And she's like, no, you don't have the right visa stamp. I'm like, look, I'm pretty sure I don't need a visa stamp to go into America. Right. That's right. And so, and, uh, so, uh, some of the things over there do work on bribes. And so I slide my $20 across and I'm like, sure. I can't go home today. And, (laughs) uh, and the $20 disappears and she goes, no, but we can probably get you tomorrow. And I was like, Ooh, so they, they, I had to stay in the airport for 24 hours. And um, so I said, okay, in America, you know, if you miss your plane, you just kind of hang out, you sleep at the airport. And she's like, oh, yes, oh, yes. Okay, so about, you know, I had enough money to get, like, a candy bar and a bottle of water to live on for the next 24 hours. Mm -hmm. I set myself up in a chair, and I'm just waiting. And about 10 o'clock at night, people just start disappearing. Like, the workers start disappearing. (laughs) And then the lights go off. And, like, I'm literally the only person in – there and i was like okay it's gonna be a quiet night i thought well this is also in the middle of monsoon season so outside it is it's like living inside of a hurricane Mm -hmm. and uh, then i hear thump 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 and uh around the corner comes the military oh my gosh with their machine guns yep and they come up to me and they're like what do you do i'm like well they couldn't get me on a plane today but uh they said i could stay here tonight no, you cannot. You must leave. And I'm like, okay, where do you want me to go? And he's like, you must leave. So when the guys with the machine guns come to take you away, yeah, you leave. Yep. 
Okay. So I go to uh, exit the airport, and it's like living in the middle of a hurricane. I mean, it's just pouring rain, and I'm just like, what am I going to do? I see this little awning over there, so I kind of go over the awning. I get underneath the awning, get all my luggage in there, and I figured, man, this is going to be a long, wet night. And um, about 30 minutes later, you know, it's getting to be like 1130 at night. The doors swish open. Thump, thump, thump. Here comes the goods with machine guns again. And they're like, we told you to leave. And like, like seriously, where do you want me to go? Like, all the lights are off in the town. Like, there's no, like, yeah. Motel 6 to go to. Yep. Yeah. And they're like, no, you must leave. And so they escort me out to the gate and, uh, and put me out on the side of the road, shut the gate, and I'm just standing there in the middle of the night in a foreign country where nobody speaks my language in the pouring rain. <laughs> and um, and you didn't have like did you have anything like I luggage had, or anything? I mean, I had my luggage. That was yeah. it. And That's and so I look up and I see these two lights coming, uh, and this car pulls up in front of me. Most people don't. Have, I mean, there's some cars there, but not a lot. So the car yep. pulls up in front of me. This guy rolls down the window. He goes, twenty dollar. I give you a ride and a room. And I'm like, I mean, I'm either gonna die of hypothermia on the <laughs> right. side of the road, or I'm getting in the car with the creepy guy. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like. At least I'll die dry. And so I get in the car with the guy, and um, he drives me, you know, through Nepal. And the main roads are, are okay, but they had an earthquake several years ago. So some of the back roads and back streets are like, you know, like driving on Creek Rock. Mm-hmm. And there's no lights. So he pulls wow. he pulls into this dark alley, and he turns to me and he says, get out. I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but see, at this point, uh, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit, but but it gets weirder. Um, okay. <laughs> he gets out of the car. He goes over to this building, um, and he starts just wailing on the wall. Bam, 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 bam. He's like yelling in Nepali. It's the middle of the night. The door swings open, and this guy steps out that looks like he could be a linebacker for Virginia Tech. Like he is the most massive Nepali I've ever <laughs> seen in my life, and he's wearing Hello Kitty pajamas. Oh, my gosh, what? <laughs> and he goes – you stay with him tonight. That's when I knew I was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy like, grabs my luggage. He's, he's, he has this little two-room place. He goes through the main room, and there's like a wood pallet here with a matching Hello Kitty blanket, which I assume is his. There's, a, there's another one over here, and there's a body under a blanket. I'm hoping they're alive. He takes me to this yep. little room in the back that's like a closet, and he goes, here you go. And there's a wood pallet with a blanket. I like thank you. He drops my luggage and he goes out, and I immediately shut the door, pile my luggage against the door. I take out my kukuri, which is like a, a, a hooked knife mm, they had like, given me for teaching. Wow. Um, <laughs> the the and so had it on my lap, and I'm just like sitting there staring at the door until I could fall asleep. You know, like every little noise, I'm kind of waking up. Like what's mm-hmm. going on? So six a six a.m. Bam, 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 bam. I, mean, I must have dozed off because somebody is banging on the door and he's yelling, send out the American, send oh out the God. American. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, man. And, uh, and I go to the door and it's the guy that picked me up on the side of the road in the Pinto. And he's like, hey, I just thought I'd take you back to the airport. And I get in the, <laughs> I get in the Pinto, I drive back to the airport and I fly home. But for like 24 hours there, I felt like I was stuck in like one of those weird movies. Yep. Yeah. You know, like you just don't, you can't even guess what is going to happen yeah. next. But 
Um, at, at one point in the middle of the night, I did call on my sat phone. I called my pastor, and I said, look, if I don't make it out of here, come to Nepal and look for the biggest guy you can find that's wearing Hello Kitty pajamas. That's where I am. I can't even tell you where I am right now, but if you find him, you'll find out who got him. That is, that's, that's a crazy story. It is. It's one of, uh, I had, I had students who would, I mean, like once a month they would ask, can you tell us the Hello Kitty story again? That, I mean, it's just like one of those just mind blowing things. I'm sure you had to like, process that too like what just but happened the whole plane ride homies were just yeah like just sitting there staring like, what, what's gonna happen next right. yeah like am i still like am i okay right now yeah that's that's amazing so, um sorry i took probably a bunch of podcast time oh no that's fine that's, yeah that's, we we talk till we're finished i mean there's nice. there's no time limit yeah um uh, <laughs> oh uh kind of something that we also did with mr mccord favorite sports teams growing up sports idols college professional everything Awesome. So, um, North Carolina, UNC. Um, okay, I think we've we've touched on this. Yeah, yep. UNC. You got, you got two, I, you got I grew two up, UNC fans with you right now. Grew up in a house full of Virginia Tech fans. I popped out a UNC fan. I had a cousin who was a Duke fan. We fought massively. That's all. the best. Yeah. Like, and we even to this day, uh, we send text messages to each other, and not just for basketball, and not just for football, but like we follow the Blue Cup which is every sport between mm-hmm. Carolina and Duke. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? I'll send him a text and say, like, hey, our golf team destroyed Duke today, just so you know. And, and so, uh, yeah, we, um, we have some fun with that. Uh, so, I, 1982, Michael Jordan. Yep. Um, you know, I was 10 years old. Um, I just gave away my age. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I remember that. Um, and even in 83, I think they lost in the – Final Four, maybe? I think that's the year the NC State won, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Jim, and so, Jim Valvano. Yeah, and yeah. so um, uh, grew up watching college basketball, um, uh, soccer. Uh, I was a soccer coach. Uh, loved Manchester United, um, big man fan. Uh, and um, so usually that's what I'm doing Sunday morning before I go to church is yep. watching yeah. soccer. Uh, Pittsburgh Steeler fan, have been since mm-hmm. I was a little kid. Um, and uh, – what I, I a sport that I really love though is hockey. Hockey, hockey mm. is awesome. I was a season ticket holder at Liberty for years and years. We would go to seventeen, eighteen games those, a year. Those wow. those games get brutal. Like, it is. Can... I, I love college. I and uh, but on the pro level, I love the Blackhawks as well. Yeah. I've been to several Blackhawk games and um, so. But yeah, um, it's definitely a cool sport. Love some college. Yeah. Love some college baseball. Baseball. Um, and. I guess college football, Carolina as well. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty consistent on the college level. I like Carolina. I also like Montana, hmm. um, which is uh, not a Division One kind of school, but it's this kind of throwback football. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I watch them on ESPN Plus, and uh, if ESPN's willing to pay me for sponsoring that. Um, <laughs> yeah, right uh, here. Right <laughs> here, right here. You heard it uh, first, the Cav cast, no yeah. pod. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna, uh, that should be our slogan. It should be. <laughs> but I, I grew up. I, I love. I love sports. Um, in, in college, I did intramural. Uh, I was in a fraternity, so we did a ton of intramurals: intramural football, intramural baseball. Um, probably the the odd one is I did intramural water polo. I, th- I, 
I heard this from Miss Klein. She told me that. Oh, okay. Okay. I think, right? You might have heard that from Ms. Klein. Or was it when we were doing the tailgate stuff you it, told her? I, I think, I don't know. I think it was we might have had that conversation. I, um, water polo. And, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. And it, it, water polo is another one of those things that's pretty intense. because That's an intense sport. The, the refs really can't see what happens underneath the water. And so you get defensemen that try to, like, short you in the middle drown of the game. Drown you. <laughs> or, or drown you. Uh, and uh, so. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. It's yeah. like soccer while treading water. Yeah, and um, so that was uh, that was pretty fun. It's um, got to be intense. Yeah, most um, definitely. I want to touch on this. Is something I observed. Um, you always have some nice shoes. Thank you. I am. You I am. Guy? I am an Adidas head. I'm Adidas not a sneaker head. I haven't owned a pair of Nikes in years. Uh, I, I am sold out on Adidas, and so. <clears throat> You're wearing I've Adidas had, right now. I am wearing. I've got my. These are my new. These are my JF Adidas high tops. They look cool. And it uh, goes with your outfit. Yeah, does. I and I custom made this uh, JF uh, sweatshirt I'm wearing. I was going to ask so, where it was from. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I uh, every year I try to custom make something just just kind of set apart and yeah. look different. I really want to do like an off. I either want to do an off color, like something not necessarily JF colors. Um, I had one at my previous school, and Stanton River was black and gold, but yeah. I had a military green Adidas jacket with a military green SR with a black outline, hmm. which was just kind of off-color, kind of yeah. different. I want to do something. I'm trying to wrap my brain around what I want to pull yeah. off with that. And, uh, for and JF. So, yeah. yeah, for JF. Yeah. And so uh, I, I do. I periodically look for something that kind of just, like, has some pop to it. Yeah, and, UNC right. blue. Right. I, cause yeah. <laughs> also, these are – these are my favorite shoes, the Adidas Ultra Boost. Mm-hmm. You, I wear these things anywhere and everywhere. They're well, so Adidas comfortable. are they're like made for comfort, right? Yeah, like these things are so nice. Yeah. Like my favorite, my favorite one, Louis Pugh, who's a skateboarder, did a set of Adidas, and I have three pair. I have a red pair, a gold pair, and a red, white, and blue pair, and I wear those quite often um, because they are so comfortable. Now, unfortunately, they changed style on me this year, and his new shoes. I'm sorry if you're listening, but um, they're just not as cool. They're and not. So I, uh, you know, I have to uh, see if I can find some old yeah. school uh, Louis Pugh shoes. And so. that, yeah, yeah, we that'd be cool to see. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Burke, you got anything else? I I know oh, our takeaway, man. but yeah, are we sure? Uh, I'm still waiting for the ballet bomb to drop. The ballet. Ballet. I totally forgot. Did you tell me that before? See, I th- think so. See, ballet. We talked about it at the at the. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about it. Drop the bomb. I mean, I I, I thought I thought the pod was going to catch me yeah. with that, and they we're, never. We're catching so you. you again. You've you got me. You just caught yourself. Yeah, you I, I caught, caught myself. So, um, little known fact: I have several ballet credits at the college level. I have danced in this the is nut, awesome the Nutcracker <laughs> at the college level. Uh, and so, and all that came because I was trying to win the girl, uh, really? the, the girl who eventually became my wife. Um, so you won the girl. I won the girl. I accomplished my goal. And sometimes I mean, when you meet the girl, you're going to end up doing whatever it takes. <laughs> and uh, ballet was the thing. Ballet, ballet was, was <laughs> how I won the girl because she was a ballet dancer and they didn't, uh. they only had one male dancer in their entire company at Radford. And like the, the guy that um ran it he was like this croatian like superstar but he was an older gentleman at the time he was like 70 or 80 years old and he came to 
he got all the boyfriends together one night, and he's like, gentlemen, if you will dance for me, I will pay for your college credits. Oh, my god! And gosh. so uh, I have multiple ballet credits that got paid for by scholarship or somehow. Yep. Um, and uh, I, our only caveat was that he never make us wear tights. Because um, hmm. I mean, the only time I wear tights is after – dark when i'm superhero but right um you know definitely not the ballet tights and so um yeah i i was i did the ballroom piece at the beginning of nutcracker and i was also the arabian uh guy that carried out the dancer because that was my wife so i carried the dancer out on stage over my head and kind of stood there with my arms crossed as she danced and um but that, yeah, that was a that was yeah. a cool experience. I've I've been in the right place at the right time to do some pretty cool things. In my yep. life. He's like it's like Forrest Gump. It yeah. is. I do. I feel like I'm stuck <laughs> in Forrest Gump sometimes because I've just had some really neat experiences yeah. and got to meet some cool people along the way. That's awesome. And, um, and so, would you ever do it, Burke? Ballet. For, paid. Paid ballet? No, probably not. Come on, man. What was that call? Wait, so he paid for your college credit, or just yeah, yeah. like at, uh, the, the college whole, credits? We didn't get money like, from it. He just right, right. like they were free credits for yep. us because we were willing to come in and yeah. And you wouldn't do it? No, probably not. I mean, what if you I wanted mean, to win the girl though? Win the girl. I mean, let's probably. think about the. I guess now that I think about it, you and my mom were probably at Radford at very similar times. Hmm, she what was years? Eighty-eight to ninety-two. Okay, so she would have been there my freshman year. Yeah. Whoa. She would have been there it my freshman year. I was crossover yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> um yep. I was I graduated high school in ninety one. Okay. Um and graduated Radford ninety five. Okay. Okay. So kind of kind of close, but not really. Yeah. yeah. So same same area. Yeah. You will have to ask your mom if she knows what crusties are. Crusties? Like, crusties. Just like C R U S T Y? Um, I think at I E S is at the end. Okay. Crusties were this amazing thing. There was a restaurant there. And they made them by the bucket full. Wow. Um, imagine a cinnamon roll that was really a pizza. Cinnamon roll? That doesn't sound good. Okay, so like it was so it it was like pizza dough with cheese and pepperoni, like rolled up and cut you know, like a okay. cinnamon roll. Huh. Okay. And so they looked like little cinnamon rolls, but they had it was dough and cheese and pepperoni and you dipped it in marinara sauce to eat That's it. That's probably good. Oh my gosh. That does sound the good. The place went out of business and um <laughs> eventually text. eventually they went out of business and um so there's no longer crusties. They don't exist anymore. We should try making that. But that sounds good. We did it's like, like a spiral. And so we have a recipe for the crusties. Really? And um Oh my gosh! Like you that's as a, your family? That's, or? Oh yes. Um, we found we found a someone who said they used to work at this restaurant mm-hmm. and had the crusty recipe. And so, oh, um, oh she, she's calling, calling me. Yeah, okay. put her put her on put her on. Hello, you're on speakerphone. Hello. <laughs> Is maybe she shy? The, maybe the speakerphone scared. It, it might be the yeah, that so. the, the the the. Oh, might not Wait. get reception. Hello. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, we're, we're uh, we are recording the podcast right now with Mr. Miller, who is an ex Radford student, and he asked me, and he told me to ask you if you knew what crusties were. I don't know what crusties are. Oh, um, that was not okay. That's all right. <laughs> okay. They they were like pizza cinnamon roll looking things that they used to have a restaurant right off campus there. Um, I ate way too many of them in college. I'll tell you, you that much. You, you should make us some. We must be in a different generation. 
I, I was I was at uh, Radford uh, in '92 through '95. Yeah, I was there from '88 to '92. Yep. So so I was there. I, my freshman year was your senior year. Okay. Oh my gosh. So I used to uh, I used to live in the house next to Deli Mart. <laughs> nice. That was uh, my uh, junior and senior year. I lived in the in the White House right next to Deli Mart. Yes, they have. I've been there actually, and uh, since then, and gone back to speak to the students and stuff like that. And uh, so, campus has changed quite a bit. That's great. Like we we have a special guest right now. Yeah, I know. My mom. Burke, Burke's mom, special <laughs> guest, episode twelve, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was all. Thank you for calling. <laughs> okay. All right. Love you too. Bye. The things that happen on the Cavalier Cast. I did not expect her to call. <laughs> that was funny. No, I, they just had a they just had a moment like I they I disconnected. Mean, yeah, I mean we can have calling. Right, then, right. We could call a friend. You know, yeah. I went to Boy State this year, which is a week on Radford's campus. So, okay, which was nice. We stayed, and nice. I stayed in Jefferson. Okay, Hall. My freshman year, I was in Muse, which is the big one with yep. the clock. And I think she stayed there with yeah. one of her, I guess, like friends that she's kept with yeah. now. We ate so in the Muse every day. Craziest thing. Oh, another thing you have to ask her about. Don't, okay. don't call her back no, now. No, but no, no, no. So my freshman year, it snowed and we were out of school. Like it was, when I say it snowed, like it snowed. Like it was deep. And there became this snowball fight between several thousand people. Um. <laughs> So much so that they called in the SWAT team. Wow! From the police, they came in with riot shields to break up the no snowball way. fight. No way! Like it was intense. They like, did it, something at Liberty like that, right? The that, snowball. That was twenty twenty, and then Tech had one as well. Yeah, Tech yeah, had one. Like I saw. it was massive. Like there were thousands of people out there. I can't believe they got snowballs. the SWAT. Um, and well, I guess Probably there was like a them. cease and desist. Like, you guys need to stop and go back in your dorms. Yeah. And, probably dangerous to have you guys all out there it, it probably was yeah but it was um, an experience but it was an experience it was mm-hmm. a lot of fun um <laughs> i've never been in a snowball fight of that equivalent yep. since i mean that's like every kid's dream it is like yeah. in a thousand a thousand person snowball fight yeah yeah it's awesome just throwing them from every direction yeah i i think this no we'll okay okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I, uh yeah um so final, final message yeah final message final message yeah um so we ask each person that comes on here student and teacher you have a voice on this podcast so you can make an impact on Jefferson Forest as a whole to the people that listen and our question for you our takeaway question you've lived a very experienced and jambled life Forrest Gump life and obviously there's got to be some personal experience that you can share to everyone listening to make an impact on their life. I know you work with teens, so I'm sure you hear this all the time, but if you have one, if you need to think for a second, I know we've had people think, me and Burke go in conversation, but. So I grew up in a good, I grew up in a good family. Um, And, uh, but I I had my own challenges. When I was in high school, um, I, I had, Actually, hair down to mid chest. I played in a heavy metal garage band. Um, Heck yeah! 
and that's, kind of, uh, that's cool. Those were some of my really great friends. I some of my favorite times were sitting around, you know, writing songs and stuff. But um, it was also a very challenging time in my life because I there was this at one point that um, everything kind of crashed down. Mm-hmm. Everything kind of came crashing down, and uh, I just felt like I didn't belong anywhere. Um, I'd grown up in the church, but I didn't fit the church anymore. Mm-hmm. I, 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 w- I was walking the road alone a lot. Um, and I, I went, um, and I have no problem. I, I, I spent several years, probably up until my sophomore year of college, senior year of high school, all the way to sophomore year of college, just in a really dark place. Mm-hmm. Um, and really struggled and um, ended up in the hospital. Um, finally, I had worn myself down because I had this big empty space inside of me and I was trying to find a way to fill it. And, um, with a lot of, yeah, bad things. And so, um, and wore myself out and, and then, you know, it, um, that's where a lot of my drive and passion comes from in working Mm -hmm. with teenagers is, is because I've been there. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it would my life have been different if somebody had, in the middle of that, reached out to me and said, hey, somebody right here. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And um, so I would, I would say a couple things. Number one, uh, be humble enough to take the help. Mm. Um, and, and, and another would be maybe never fly solo. I mean, have a wingman. Have yeah. somebody that's willing to have those honest conversations with you. And, um, and so, because it, uh, obviously I survived out of that period of my life and, um, but you know, it, it, that's when I probably needed somebody to tell me the truth. And Mm -hmm. and I don't know that it happened until I hit rock bottom and then I fought my way back out. And it was like the very next week I I met the girl that I eventually was going to marry and, um, you know, and she she kind of helped me grow uh, out of that phase yeah. of my life and get focused on what I wanted to do with my life. And um, so uh, I've been there, I guess is what I'm yeah. saying. And, yeah. and never feel like you're alone. Never feel like you need to carry life alone. Mm-hmm. Um, find somebody to help you carry it. And yeah. um, There's always people like you, always people. me and Burke. I mean, yeah. people to come to in that situation. I mean – People struggling out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, the struggle's real at times, and and uh, and so don't try to fight it yourself. Find somebody to talk to, you know. Um, and if you ever need to talk to a counselor, that's not a bad thing. No. Don't let it be a stigma. And yeah, definitely, like that thing is present. Like that stigma is present at Jefferson Forest. It is. I, I mean, I don't. That's not a bad thing. It's just like the too prideful and too yeah, cool right. you know you like you don't want to be that person or you don't want people to see you you don't I mean it's a vulnerable place yeah you know I mean a lot of people coming out of the pandemic I mean we pretty much got forced into a time of seclusion uh, we couldn't hang out with friends a lot of people developed some really bad habits mm-hmm. and um, and then the problem is now that it's opened up we still carry around that baggage we still carry yeah. around the bad habits we still and so you know we have to find our way back 
and uh, the best place to do that is with somebody else, you know, to, to walk the road with you and, and find your way. And, um, you know, if you've had those moments in your life, you can rebound from it and do some pretty cool and amazing things in life. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, that's awesome. Thank Sorry you so much. A little bit of a no, that no. was not a heavy I note. I'm glad. It's a very good way to end it. Yeah, it is a very good way. Yeah. Um, well, I hope we win tonight. So number one. Nope. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. There we go. Uh, beach beats Christmas. Yes. If you <laughs> understand it. The themes. The themes. Right. Of course, oh, the themes. Right. See, I, did, I understood the theme. I didn't understand the theme under the theme. Mm. Well, I didn't say that. There we go. Yep. There we you go. might be inferencing that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, but I hope that goes good. And we'll have – are we allowed to say the date or – Of what? Homecoming. Yeah. Homecoming. Okay. Yeah. That's like probably the 20, 21st. 21st of October. Of October, yep. and that's going to be USA night. USA night, 9 to 11 in the theme. silo field. $7 online, $10 at the door. Right here. You heard yeah. it first. Burke Bankston. <laughs> that's our homes, homecoming updates. Breaking news with Burke Bankston. Yep. Right um, here. Homecoming court forms are coming out the f- October 4th through the 7th. You're nominating 10th through the 14th. You are... The seniors are finalizing their homecoming yes. king and queen, and then the rest of that time we are coordinating to yes. figure out. Because we have that last week. Yep. Because we have to figure right, out. To be sure that yep. they're ready to go, that we have all the stuff. Coordinated. Yep. Together. Yeah. That'll be cool. And then we'll have them walk out and whatnot. I mean, yep. a lot of people, it's their first homecoming. Right. <laughs> we go first. Mr. Webb goes second. That's. Wait, what? So, like, we go out there first with a homecoming court, do homecoming king and queen, and then the band performs. And then we run flags? After that. No, no, no. Oh. During halftime. Halftime. Half-time. 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 I was like, half-time. what? No, no, no. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which hopefully yeah. they'll be willing to do pep tunes because I'm not sure how much time they'll have to set up their show. I think show. you told them, or we've kind of told yeah. them to do that. And I'm like going to talk to Justin and maybe him as well. They have a really cool show this year. They do. They do. I've enjoyed it. They've definitely, like, um, talking to the band people, they've been like, wow, like, you guys stepped it up too, right. like student section. Like yeah. we feel so much more appreciated now yeah. that you guys are listening to us. That's awesome. I'm glad y'all guys right. have yeah. made. And I mean, we like way. we're having yeah. fun. A like we're jamming out to it. A few claps, I think, goes a long way, especially for them. When in the past, it's just been nothing. But I mean, let's be real. That um, 50th anniversary one, we were singing our oh, lungs yeah. out. That was cool. Yeah. Because we knew the songs. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That'd be cool for to get those hype songs for the homecoming. Agreed. And then senior nights, what the. F- Fourth of November, something like that. Senior night, Western. Yeah, Western. That's us versus Liberty at home. Yeah, it's in. No, it's early November. Yeah, it's, it, it's November. It's going to be good. Man, I can't yeah, wait to break out my season. Stetson on Western night. Stetson cap. Oh. Stetson. Oh, I, yeah. I was like, I was like, uh, what? No, no, I'm going to no. be wearing a cowboy hat. Hey, I, I have a pair of cowboy boots. I've got a cowboy hat. I, I might have to see if I can bring out some leather chaps. Oh, okay. You're going full western. Okay. That's right. We, we, I can buy into this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we thank you so much, yeah. Mr. Thank Miller, so for much. coming on. Um, I guess that's it. That is. Signing awesome. off, Samuel Gillespie. And Burke Bankston. See ya. Hey, hey. See ya.